My name's Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you are not the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all gotta start, start appreciating. And you gotta stop disrespecting this man. Appreciate that man and his goddamn greatness. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Prideful Takes Podcast. It is your boy, Pride, as I lovingly refer to myself as the ugliest motherfucker on the internet. I am joined by that guy, Gonzo. Chris, how you feeling, my guy? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, actually, waiting on the basketball game to come on or something. There ain't really nothing on right now. I'm watching SportsCenter. <laughs> See that that's how you know that's how you know us as like sports fans were down bad when we're just on sports center. Yeah. That's how you know you're down bad and you're just waiting. Cause like got like 20 minutes before the red <laughs> game comes on. And I'm tired of watching the Reds pregame because they just keep saying the same thing over and over. We all know they suck. I don't need you to tell me that they suck. <laughs> oh man. Uh I can't listen, man. I've been screaming this forever. Um after we finish the Miami Heat tonight, after we, we just, you know, we just wrap it up. Uh, it's on the Golden State. Um, Jason Tatum is going to slap Steph Curry. Uh, <laughs> Jalen Brown already beat up Klay Thompson. Okay. Uh, Draymond is scared of Al Horford. All right. And then Andrew Wiggins. I mean, come on. We got Grant Williams. All right. Lick, lick our crusty toes. So we're chilling. We're vibing. All right, Chris, am I out of pocket as a Celtics fan that I am? <laughs> I'm actually comfortable with my chances against Golden State. Am I just getting a little too ahead of myself? I mean, I can see I can see the Celtics winning, but I have to be honest with you, I have the Warriors in six. Okay. I can see it going seven games as well. I, I, I want to see how Golden State reacts to Boston's physicality. I think I think that could be a big key because of if they don't react good to that, they're going to be in trouble. Nah. I think their ball, I think their ball movement might help a little bit against the physicality. Of, so I'm interested to see how that works out. Yeah. I, I hope that's who the series is because that would be the best series. Heat and yeah. Warriors would be garbage to watch. Oh, hundred. No, in my opinion, if if it's the Heat, I, they're getting swept. And I, I say that disrespectfully, of course. Like with all due disrespect, if Miami makes it, they're getting swept. I think this might be the first the first NBA finals where they would like, they would honestly just stop it after two games. That's how bad it would. That's how like I'm talking about like 30 point type of dominations from golden state. I'm going to give the Celtics a legitimate chance. I, I, I got Boston in seven. Uh, I, I think it, it is our physicality and our defense. We've seen Steph when he has to deal with physicality in the playoffs. 
he doesn't like it. Now, not to say he turns into a bona fide scrub, don't get it twisted, but he's not the same Steph Curry. And this, and you can even make that same argument with Clay. And if you put the ball in, like if you put the game in Draymond's hands and you got to rely on Draymond being the guy dropping 30, then whoever they're playing against is in a pretty comfortable situation. So I, I can I got I got Boston in seven. I think it's really going to come down to our defense. I got three things that that Boston needs to do if we if we have any hope of beating Golden State. Obviously, number one, our defense. Number two, we need to limit the turnovers. We cannot go and play Golden State with twenty turnovers, and in halftime, look in the mirror and say, "We still got it." There's no way. We can do that. They don't go on the scoring <laughs> routes as much as like Miami does. Yeah, and yes, and, and that was the third thing. When when we're listen, if we're in a scoring drought, it's okay. Don't panic. Stop forcing the three. That's like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum can both hit mid rangers. So can Marcus Smart. Those three guys handle the ball more for us or anybody else. Why don't you use it? Now, I'm not yeah. saying be Chris Paul and, and go like 11 from 11 from mid-range. But if if you can't, if your three's not falling in, either you take a step and just work the mid-range or just penetrate foul, get the call, and go to the free throw line. Especially uh, Tatum and Brown because they're usually bigger than the guys that are trying to guard them. So they can shoot right over a lot, a lot of them smaller guards. Mm. Yuki says, can we blame the Mavericks loss to Luka? Because apparently the dude's been complaining and loafing the entire series. Well, look. Chris, were you there when, when I was on the script and I had my rant on Mark Cuban? Um, yeah. Yep. I love Mark Cuban. I do. Really do. Mark Cuban, get your shit together, man. What Mark Cuban is trying to do He's trying to do what he did back in 2011. We have one. <coughs> Jeez, when is this cough going to leave me alone? When you have one superstar and you have a whole bunch of role players, unfortunately, that's not going to work in today's game. Luka Doncic is 23 years old. So you're, they're, they're going to have to give him something. Now, the only game I'm blaming Luka for is game one. That was the game they got beyond smack. I, they didn't even reach 90 points. And Luca had, if I'm mistaken, he only had 20 points, and it was ridiculously unefficient. Yeah. It I'm, might have kind of like last night. He, on, he had 28 points, but it was on like 30 shots. Right. Right. Now, mm -hmm. I, now I'm explaining 28 why. Or something. Yeah, but I'm, I'm explaining why um, the difference for me for game five. Yeah, game five and game one. The difference was game one. They it was a situation where Luke, I felt like Luca was forcing some stupid shots, but then was also playing a little timid. Yeah, and he was he missed some wide open shots in that game one. Oh my the, god, the Warriors I, defense I, wasn't great in game one, and I, if I'm mistaken, a lot of wide open shots. If I'm mistaken, I think the one that blew my mind was he was at the top of the key, and he shot a wide-open three, and it was hideously left. 
I don't even think it hit the rim. Yeah. Like, it, you could hear the thud, the smack of the ball off the backboard. Game one, I blame Luka. Game five, it looked like to me that everybody kind of shrugged their shoulders, gave the ball to Luka, and got out of his way. And the Warriors done a better job of keeping them from getting to the rim. Way better. Because now, and, and again, the Dallas Mavericks didn't help that either. Because when you have your guys who you brought in to help him, and you see them giving the ball to Luka Doncic and then just moving out the way. And 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 Golden State's mind, they're like, you don't want that shot? Shoot. Well, that's, that's the same thing, Gold, uh, not Golden State, but the Miami Heat with uh, Boston the other day. It was close in the first half, and then the second half, the Heat came out and just started chucking up bricks. It's like, why are, you, why are you throwing up all these threes? It was the funniest thing ever because, ironically, Everyone was saying how in the third quarter, the Miami Heat is the most dangerous team in the NBA. <laughs> they, were just, they were chucking and up. Bro. all of a sudden, terrible. the third quarter, when they're supposed to be at their best, is when Boston just literally started smacking up a storm. By the way, <coughs> Jason Tatum had a very inefficient night. Someone yeah, Boston didn't play great that night. <laughs> but somebody tell me about Jalen Brown. Somebody go holler at me about Jalen Brown. And people tell me they can't play with each other. Chris, I've had people look me in my eye sockets. Well, I've heard people say like, that. I'm like, I'm like, look, <coughs> time out. They can. They can play together. They can. People were telling me they'll never make another Eastern Conference. They'll never make the Eastern Conference Finals. And then we did. And then lost the seven to LeBron. And then everyone was like, oh, that was an anomaly. It'll never happen again. And I told people, if you and I've said this, Chris, numerous times, if Brad Stevens trades either Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, he needs to get fired. He needs to go back to Butler and then get fired again. Us as the Boston Celtics, we need to shut down the facility and relocate. And we will never. <clears throat> the 50,000 championships we won and like of the 50,000, 3,000 of them was with Bill goddamn Russell, right? Like we're, we're not ever claiming those again. Ever. Ever. By the way, Javon Kinlaw is being sued by Grant Cohen as a possibility could be fine. Didn't I say, somebody run the tape back, what I say on Wednesday? I said, yo, I understood why Kinlaw was upset. I understood it. But the part that I didn't like, my family knows how you look like. And I told, I called it, Chris. I said, Grant Cohen, I told him, Google him. Google him. And when you see his picture, you're going to see a guy who's going to say, that made me feel unsafe. Swear to God, Google him. I said all of this on Wednesday, brother. Was it Wednesday or, mon or, or Monday? Either Wednesday or Monday, because Yuki was the one who brought it up. And when I saw it, I'm like, this dude. <clears throat> I was like, I understand why Javon's upset. Because he always feels like, you know, he felt like this guy who is supposedly a beat writer for the 49ers. Supposedly his his specialty is covering the 49ers. This Grant Cohn is a, he's a writer for the 49ers? Yes. 
supposedly, supposedly, he is like, and in, in, in San Francisco, one of the most prominent writers for the San Francisco 49ers. This little dude? Yes! Yes, that little dude! <laughs> yes! Wow. Yes! Him! Him! He, this dude. And I've told, I said it, I don't know if he already said it, but I knew he was going to say, I feel threatened. Lo and behold, he saw him. What happened between them? They get into it or something? To, to an extent. Matter of fact, I'm about to pull up that quote for you real quick. Because um, basically, uh, Javon Kinlaw, he's basically was like, look, I don't like um, how you um, have been disrespecting the um, the 49ers every time you, you talk about it or something. Like what he did say, though, I want to find the exact uh, quote. In he knocked the dude's hat off his head. That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's, I want to see if I can find the quote. So it basically sounds like to me that this, it's a money grab, but with, by, with Cohen. Yes. 100%. All right. So, so this is the exact quote. This is the exact quote. By the way, Frankie. Yeah. What it do, baby. And Yuki confirmed it was on Wednesday. So this is the quote. This is the quote. All I know is when I walked up on you, your fucking body temperature was fucking cold as ice. By the way, there's going to be, I'm I, straight up on unfiltered is how I'm going to say it. Straight bitch, your fucking ball shriveled up. Little dick nigga, stop fucking playing with me, bro. You don't fucking know me like that. None of y'all motherfuckers know me like that, bro. Stop playing with me. I'm not the one. I'm not the, the fucking one, bro. This is where I had the problem. My whole family know what you look like. That was the only problem I had because as soon as I heard that, I knew you were giving this fucking weasel an out. And this is not the first time that Greg Cohen has had a problem with a player. This is not the first time. Yeah. But as soon as I heard that, I was like, you gave that little fucking weasel yeah, since since you made a threat, you were, yep. you were screwed. Yeah, as, as 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 if you could say anything, anything. Yeah, you were fine saying everything else. Like saying you don't fucking know me, so like I I'm good with that. Once you say anything that this little weasel can construe, and by the way, yeah, that he can try to construe that it's a threat, then you're you're screwed. Especially so in this day and age, everybody's so. With their how sensitive people are, they're going, man, that's bullshit. And and, and, and by the way, this is and this is what this what, what, what Grant Cohen said, this fucking piece of shit. Uh Cohen also said the reason he wasn't scared of Kinlaw was um one reason and one reason only. In fact, Cohen wanted Kinlaw to push or hit him because he knew that would allow him to quote retire and become quote a multimillionaire. What a pussy. So he just basically he admitted it was a money grab. Yes, this, yeah, this right here says later in the stream, Cone uh, admitted he was thrilled to have made Kinlaw so angry, and that he learned his tricks as a, a legacy blowhard. So, uh, yeah, that's all this dude is trying to do is get somebody to do something so he can sue him. That's it. And 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 by the way, <clears throat> you got guys rushing to the defense of Kinlaw. Um, the faith can uh the faith can arrange an early retirement if the fan base boycotts your low effort shit posting you call it journalism. Um, you got guys on Twitter 
saying crazy how players become the bad guy for standing up for themselves. Media side, social media has a huge influence on player narratives, allowing anyone to speak on your name with no accountability for what they say. Um, others, uh, uh, Raheem Mozart, he said, we're always told journalists and reporters have a job to do. Okay, understood. But this, he admitted in retirement as a multimillionaire went through his mind. This is unacceptable. There are people who are coming to the defense of Kinlaw. Now, again, I'm not mad at Kinlaw for defending himself. It's just you gotta, you can't say that last part, especially when it's a dude. Think about it. The dude a I'm mad at who, is Cone. Dude, this the reason I'm mad at him for a couple reasons. One reason is he makes people he makes people like us that are trying to get into that kind of business look bad. Yeah. Facts. Like, like, like this is, listen, I want to be able to be a multi-millionaire, but I don't want to do it at the expense of going up and antagonizing a player. No. Like, let this sink in, Chris. It makes other, other reporters and writers and everybody else look, look bad. credibility? Chris, let me ask you a question. Imagine, because I know you're a Cincinnati Red fan, right? Imagine you are writing for the Cincinnati Reds and you're saying you're a fan and you're antagonizing Joey Votto. Let that sink in. Oh, no. That's, or, 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 or the youngster you got at shortstop, India. Imagine. Like, that's what this dude is doing. That's great. I, I don't even know how people like that even get in the building. I mean, I guess you, just, you, you can only check him so much, though, I guess. Dude, I don't I don't know. And it's like I'm I'm about ready to have credentials for the Indiana <laughs> fever. If I was to go in there and do something like that, I'm gonna be gone in an instant. Quick, quick fast and in a hurry. But how's he still around with all these players already let, having claims against him? It's insane. It really is. Yuki says, I don't think Roger Goodell or the NFL media will give a damn about this. They're not going to. They're not. They're not going to. They're not gonna care about it until Grant Cohen the entire um lawsuit gets into full effect. Then that's what they around and tries to find a way to sue the NFL as well. Grant is the definition of insurance fraud. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and he and he admitted it. <laughs> that's the part that blows my mind. He admitted it. And this is and and this is the ex, the the exact quote for those of you who've been here. So, like, I wasn't scared. I was just surprised that he crossed the line. Because, honestly, if he touched me, if he pushed me, dude, I could have retired today. That's what through my mind. I'm like, oh, damn, I'm about to retire. I'm about to be out of the game. I'm about to be a multimillionaire, thanks to Javon, um, Javon Kinlaw. But, no, I got to keep working. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> The dude, this picture I'm seeing online, it dude looks like a little weasel anyway. <laughs> dude, he is. He is. And I'm reading I, some of this article. It's just crazy. He's a piece of shit. I don't understand how he even kept his job this long. It don't make no sense. Yeah, I guess and, because and, his and, dad. Because his dad. It was. It was something about his father. Literally something that I guess is his pops has like. Um, uh, a lot of uh, pull where he can keep it, which I'm like, I don't care. But again, they have a lot of guys are stepping up and coming to the defense of Kinlaw, which oh, I like. 
They said his dad <coughs> compared PED users to murderers. So he he ain't he didn't fall for fall far from the tree. He's about the same as his old man. It sounds like they're just. I didn't want to be mean, but fuck this little Weasley man. And Chris, on Wednesday I said this dude is going to do the entire I'm threatened angle. I called it because as soon when Yuki asked me about it, I was like, "Listen, man, Google this dude's name, and you'll know what I mean." And 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 by the way, and you're a whole you article know, here. You can read about it. It's crazy, right? And listen, you know the world is fucked when I'm defending a San Francisco 49er. This world is fucked, okay? Because <laughs> I am about to be the guy. I, I am about to be like Johnny Depp's attorney, the uh, Camilla or Camille, the, the, the that lady who's just destroying Amber Heard with literally every word. God bless that woman. I am going to be her for Javon Kinlaw. And hit me up, Javon. I promise you, by the time we're done with this man, his grandkids' grandkids will be paying your family, brother. I got something. Cone, Cone tried to come out and said that they met and that it was squashed it over. And Kinlaw came out and said, I shook your hand, hand from our organization. No, yeah. nowhere was anything squashed. You don't, you know that. Stop capping, dog. <laughs> Bro, he's, dude, the dude. Kinlaw needs not even respond to him no more. No, no. At this point, if I'm him, let it go. Because as soon as if if you keep giving this guy attention, he's gonna. And by the way, I am pulling up his. Uh, I, I'm 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 pulling it up by the way real quick because I want to show. <laughs> That's the exact picture I was just looking at, dude. This guy on the left with the rough and ready. Bro, you about to get done rough, brother. You're about to get done rough real quick. This guy right here with the blue hat believes in his heart of hearts he will survive. I, I, I got to say one more time. He believes he will survive an encounter with a goddamn defensive end. With a defensive end. Yeah, you might not. There might not be nothing left of you to enjoy that million dollars you thought you were gonna get. Look at this kid. Look at this guy. What? 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 That was him in two thousand and four. <laughs> Bro, that first picture that comes up kills me though, because he he does it make he looks like. One? Wait, which this one? That, no, that very first one. Oh, I had seen that one. <laughs> The very first oh. one we had that ball cap on. <laughs> oh, oh, this it one? Kills me. Yeah, oh, that this one? Kills me. <laughs> Dude, the, the, you see this fearful look in his eye? Yeah. Believe it or not, while this picture was taken, Javon was in the background like, say it again, bitch. Say it again. <laughs> rumor has it they were in the same room. That's a rumor. Like, dude, I. if this is not the definition of a guy who gets beat up, I don't know. And then all these other players coming out and saying stuff about the dude. I can't believe the guy was still even there. Yeah, bro, listen, so many of the 49ers players have come out and said, this guy's a piece of shit. Like, they've come out and called this guy yeah. a piece of shit. There's more rumors going around and more stories on how supposedly <clears throat> that he has instigated problems 
within the the 49ers organization by going to players and saying, oh, so-and-so said this about you. What's your what's your rebuttal or whatever the case may be? He's just trying to get – he just antagonizes, trying to get something started. Is all right. That's what it seems like. That's that's what it fucking seems like, man. But that's crazy. How do people like that keep that keep jobs like that for so long? I don't know how, but bless his heart. Bless his heart. Um, Chris, before we get on with the show, you wanted to speak about old Colin Kaepernick and his opportunity with the Raiders. Chris, the floor is yours. Yeah, I'm glad he finally got an opportunity. But what I'm scared is going to happen is the Raiders aren't going to sign him, which I'm not going to say that's wrong or right. Depends on how he worked out, which we haven't got to see. Everybody says it was positive. But I think I'm afraid what's going to happen is if the Raiders decide not to sign him, the media and all the public are going to turn on the Raiders and say it was all a show and that they never gave him a chance. And then that's going to hurt Kaepernick's chance of getting – an opportunity down the road from one of these other teams. I think if the media and the public don't blow it out of proportion, if he don't get signed, this workout could lead to other workouts. Mm. Um, I, I will say this. I, I, I'm I, I, I just to see what he done. I want to see the workout. Oh, me too. I want to see the workout too. I'm, I'm glad he was able to get his chance. Here's my only thing. Just understand if the Raiders sign you, Colin Kaepernick at, best you're going to be the backup at best yes because i don't i don't think he i, I think he understands this i i don't i don't think con kaepernick is is so delusional to the point that he thinks oh as soon as y'all sign me i'm taking Derek Carr's spot like i i just hope that's that he understands that like Derek carr has been disrespected for far too long He's getting his flowers now. Don't think you're going to come in and take his spot. And if you're the Raiders, do you even want to risk that if you're bringing them in affects Carr? I, I would. I would. Only, only, like I said, as long as you make it, like you let everybody know. Kyle Kaepernick is a backup. Derek Carr, you are our franchise quarterback. Derek Carr, you're our franchise quarterback. We're going ahead with you. If you get hurt and we need a quarterback for a couple games, Kyle Kaepernick is there. If if we're we're playing, it's week uh, 18, right? Because now there's 17 games. Yes, it's week 18, and this last game doesn't matter, and we don't want to have him injured, we'll throw Kyle Kaepernick in there. Like, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if you're going to sign him, you just got to let everyone needs to be on the same page with it. That's yeah, it. be up front and say, "Hey, dude, you're you're gonna be the backup. If you right. don't like if you don't like that, we're not. If you're not gonna be cool with that, we're not gonna sign you." But I do agree. Dustin had brought up him going to the XFL, and I, I I think that could be a good move for him because if he goes there and plays well, then he might be able to get into the NFL as a starter. But without yeah. Without people seeing them playing, I don't think he's going to get in get in as a, as a starter. I think it's going to be a backup, and if somebody gets hurt and he gets opportunity, plays well, and then he'll, he might have a chance to the, the next season when teams are looking for a quarterback. Right, right, and 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 like I said, I, I me personally, I believe that 
you know, regardless if Colin Kaepernick gets signed or not, I, I, it, me personally, I, if I'm Colin Kaepernick, fuck it, go to the XFL. I, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, think about it. You go there and play well, you, you'll make yourself a hell of a lot more money. Not only that, but now they're partners. They're partnered with the NFL. Yeah. So you can basically be a starting quarterback in the NFL, albeit it will be a longer, it will be a longer grind, sure. But I would be the the I, I would think about the XFL. And if it's not the XFL, you know, you know what other football league desperately needs a name everyone knows and is Dog shit in, in almost every position. The USFL. Yep, USFL. And the CFL like, starts oh, yeah, today. Oh, the CFL. It starts like, today. That, yeah. Like, like he, he has. And by the way, Yuki, um, no. So the USFL is not in a, it's the XFL that's in a partnership with the NFL. Like they're they're in a partnership. And we'll start the next, starts next February, I believe. Yeah. And then the XF the, the USFL is kind of like trying to figure something out but i think I the xfl is the only spring league that will end up probably surviving and it's going to be because of the rock and the partnership with the nfl 100 110 because the xfl before the pandemic shut it down it, it was actually pretty good to watch the quality of football wasn't terrible it wasn't as, it, it wasn't as bad as the usfl is right now i mean usfl is hard to watch but the xfl i watched it i really liked it and the pan, of course the pandemic had to come and shut everything down or I, th- I think it would have survived. Oh, yeah. I mean, hell, they're drawing. Th- they were going to have 60,000 fans at the ga- that game that weekend in St. Louis. And they were drawing <laughs> 15,000, 20,000 yeah. most of the games. Yeah. Like, oh, my. Look, I'm going to say this, man. 110%. I, I believe wholeheartedly that, you know, I, I believe right now for Colin Kaepernick, if you really want to be a starter in the NFL again, you might have to go through the XFL. You might have to. You might. Time is not on his side, though. If you go in as a backup, about the only way you're going to get on the field is if that guy gets hurt. Right. Or like and, you said, if it's a game that don't mean nothing toward the end of the season. Right. And it's like, do you really want to do that? I don't know, man. I, listen, at the end of the day, I just hope it works out. And I, I, all I hope is one day he's able to have some closure when it comes to his NFL career. You know what I mean? Be able to one day, you know, because the last thing I want, I don't want him being like T.O., 50-something years old, talking about, yeah, I can still play. Like, bro, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Like, imagine that. He's like in the, in the fan-controlled um, – the fan control football league with Johnny Manziel and shit. And I've seen some. I've seen like on Twitter. I see something about it every now and then. But I've never watched any of it. It's so weird. It's weird. I, I I am able to say though that I saw Johnny Manziel throw a touchdown to Terrell Owens. I don't know how I feel about saying that, but I am able <laughs> it to say it right. <laughs> yeah, it does it. I feel like I'm lying, but I saw it. So I, I I was I, I I saw it so I know it's true, but it's one of those things that that you say it and you're like, what's what's different about it that it's called fan control? Does what 
does fans have something to do with it or something? Yeah, basically, uh, what 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 they do is the fans in the audience. Um, so you know how there's like the clock or whatever, uh, like the play clock or whatever. They give you certain plays and they could pick. Oh, okay. And yeah, whatever so. one that they, the most fans picked is the one they use. Yeah, yeah. That's basically it's basically like the fans in the arena, they pick, and then. <coughs> After the voting is done, like you basically have like 30 seconds to vote. It's like a real quick vote. And then after that, they go to the coach. It, like the coach gets it and then he fucking tells and then <laughs> fuck him. Two seconds before they fucking blast it up on the on the on the, the Titan Tron. Like this was their play. They put it up yeah. there. There have been like there are some if you ever watch I, they 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 say they're gonna So the defense knows what play's coming. Dude, the, like the corner, like the corners, you would literally see them do this the whole time. And then all of a sudden, at the last second, they go, "Okay," and then they just bounce to where they need to be. And I'm just like, oh, I, I, at first, I thought these guys were wizards. I would, I thought like, you guys are intelligent. And then the broadcast accidentally showed the Titantron, and I was like, Hold Why would on you put now. it up there before they run the play? Because they're stupid. That makes no sense, dude. But it's hilarious, man. It's hilarious. Man. You might as well just put the day of uh, have the linebacker wear the uh, same headset as a quarterback. As a quarter, yeah, just, coach. just have Johnny Menzo screaming, We're going to deep, <laughs> we're going to Terrell Owens. Everyone else is blocking. Oh. You might as well just snitch yourselves out. I guess I've heard of it, but I've never, I've never watched any of it. I'll be honest, it's it's kind of entertaining. Because it, it it it's a it's a fast paced game, so it is entertaining. But you gotta remember they're scrubs. As long as you're okay with the fact that they're scrubs, like they're different from the USFL because the USFL they take themselves serious. Like, bro, fuck up. You, you got quarterback by committee. Shut the fuck up. Like, okay, if, if it was running back, that's one thing. You got three quarterbacks on your roster and you use four. How you manage that, I don't know. But like, get out of here with that foolishness, bro. I don't want to hear it. Like. But but in the fact they don't take themselves serious, like they're there for fun. So, so it's more like a, almost more like a pickup or like a street ball game. Kind almost, of. but they have pads and, and yeah. they actually get paid. It's wild, bro. It's <laughs> wild. It's fucking wild. But now let's get to the task at hand. Tua Tungavai Goda got the stamp of approval from uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill came out and said, look, man, I am shocked. I came in expecting passes to be everywhere. Um, and this is his, his quote, which I think is by far the funniest thing ever. Um, Tua has probably one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. Uh, he immediately knew how that sounded because he then <laughs> ended it with, I don't want to continue because the more I talk, the more it sounds weird. So <laughs> the fact that he said that, he knew, <laughs> he he was basically one step yeah. away from saying pause. You okay? I'm good. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> she just came and punched my rib and was like, are you okay? Like, yo, you just punched me. What do you mean? Um, But... Chris, let me ask you a question. Oh my God, you're messed up. Yuki says, I have more faith in Daniel Jones than I do with Tua Tongue, tongue on a areola. 
That was a good one. I know what that means, and that was a good one. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you props. That was a good one. But hearing Tyreek Hill say this, what side are you on? Are you on the he Tyreek Hill has to say this because that's his quarterback? Or are you on the opposite side that's like, if Tyreek Hill believes in him, I can believe in him. I think it's more Tyreek Hill saying what he has to say. I'm not, I'm not sold on Tua. Uh, I hope he has a good year this year because not, if not, he won't be in Miami no more, I don't think, because they put all the weapons around him and brought in a coach specifically that's supposed to be a Tua guru. Uh, but oh, yeah, I don't know, man. He just, it seems to me he hesitates. Yeah. He'll see somebody open and he hesitates before he throws. Before he, throws. he wants him to be like wide open like it was in college. You don't. You just don't get that in the NFL. Mm. Uh, by the way, Andre, yo, Andre, you've been going for a grip. How are you doing? Uh, Have you seen Celtics get the chip? Book it. Yeah, we're getting the ring. Let's get it. Uh, oh, you lost me. You said to his butt. Ah, now you lost me, Andre. Come on, I was rocking with you, homie. I was rocking with you, man. Uh, Yuki says Tyreek is saying that so he can get more targets and hit some of his incentives. Could be. Could be. Look, I like Tua Tungavailoa. That's my henceforth why introducing into this segment, I said Tua Tungavailoa. Okay, that's my boy. Have All you right? seen the videos of Mo over under throwing Tyree? <laughs> okay, so about those, I don't know how I feel about those because I don't know if it's he's ever played with a guy this fast or if his arm strength really ain't there. Personally, I'm calling it a mixture of the two. That's just me. I think it's that Tyreek Hill is just accustomed to being able to run 70 yards, have his quarterback throw the ball, and he still needs to run and go get it. I, th I think he's accustomed to that. And now you have a guy like Tua Tungavailoa who I don't think he has a weak arm. But it's definitely nowhere near the level of a Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't I don't think it's anywhere near that. Where like Patrick Mahomes can like flick his wrist and the ball is going at a minimum 40 yards. At a minimum. I'm talking about a flick of the wrist with no other body part. He's getting tackled and he's horizontal. One flick of the wrist and he's got the ball still going 40 yards. I don't think Tua is there. I do think he's got a respectable enough arm. And I just think it's it's just Tyree Kill is just running goes. And then it's like you can't just run goes with Tua Tunga by Loa. You just can't. You can't. Unfortunately, he doesn't have the arm to just air it out 70 yards. He doesn't have that. You know? So I think for me personally. Now, granted, when it comes to this, I'm biased because I like Tua. I like him. <clears throat> I think this kid could be a top 10 quarterback. I really do. I, I, I really do. I really I can see him at his peak at best 8 to 10. Like, I really can't see him being like that. I can also see on the flip hand him being the next Sam Darnold. I can see both realities. I really can't. For me, though, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna basically lean on the side that I've always been saying. I like Tua. I really do. And I, I do think Tyreek Hill is saying this. Now, granted, I don't think it's Tyreek. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be dumb, Chris. I'm not. I'm not be <laughs> stupid. So I'm not gonna say that Tyreek Hill is being 100 percent honest. Okay. There's probably a lot of hyperbole in there. Like the prettiest that I have ever that you ever thrown. Like, no. No. He definitely didn't mean that. That definitely was hyperbole. So I do think that it's a I, I do think that he's trying to hype up his young quarterback and like if he says to get more targets. But what I do think is true is what he said in his quote prior. So this so this is what he said. At first, I thought it was going to be something crazy. The ball going all over the place. But Tua actually has one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. Pause. So, I will say this. Tua Tungvaluwa is in the same, is, in my opinion, and I think you agree with me, he's in the same boat as Jalen Hurts. You got weapons. Yeah. You got weapons. Okay. I was able to say Tua couldn't really do much because, unfortunately, they would never open the playbook for him. I was able to say that last year. I don't know if I can say that this year. With everything that he has now. And they brought a coach in, especially for him. Right. Like, I think all that, he's got to make it happen. Andre says uh, that offense is pretty scary. It is. It is. And in my opinion, it goes as far as Tua Tungabailoa takes them. And, and some of Tua's struggles might have been that he, I mean, he really hasn't had a coach in Miami that really believed in him. I mean, true. Flores was putting in uh, Fitzpatrick over, over him. And who knows what else was going on in that front office? I mean, there's been all kinds of, you know what I mean? So right. who knows what all was going on in that building? Right. Maybe, and, a, maybe a new regime and a, and a coach that believes in you, it might help him. Who knows? And Andre, by the way, this is why I'm saying there's some hyperbole, right? Because Andre says he used to catching straight lasers from Patty. That's why I'm saying there's a little bit hyperbole. Like to say that it was the prettiest ball that anyone's ever thrown. Pause. You can't say that when you just played with Patrick Mahomes, who at worst is a top three quarterback in the league. And I say at worst. Like in my opinion, there's only two guys who are the best quarterback in the league. Josh Allen, and if it's not Josh Allen, it gotta be Patrick Mahomes. It has to be Pat. If it's not Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, oh, and I'm a Tom Brady fanboy. Okay, Chris, I remember Tom Brady's legal name: Thomas okay. Edward Patrick Brady Jr. And even I, mean, I know at this point, Tommy, he ain't he ain't that dude. I agree with you. There's only those two: Allen or Mahomes. That's it. That, and I and, and I don't care. No, after this, got. after this season, if he plays how I think he's going to play, I think Her, Justin Herbert's name will start being up there in that conversation. Yes, yeah, yeah. He he's, he does got the potential. Uh, real quick, Chris Yuki says, who do you think? Do you think Matt Ryan is a better option at starting quarterback over Nick Foles? Oh yeah, I think Matt Ryan is <laughs> a better, better option than Nick Foles. Free Nick Foles. I'm glad they brought, but I'm not going to lie. I am glad they brought Nick Foles in as a backup because that was something that we could have used last year when you get Wentz, who's also prone to get injured, and you didn't bring in a backup. And then when he got 
he uh, couldn't play, we were screwed. So I wish they would have had a backup. I just Foles is better in a backup role than he is in the starting role. I don't know why, but he comes in the backup role and balls. But when he's a starter, <laughs> he don't play yeah. with the crap. Yeah, I, you know, I, uh, Yuki says Tyreek might have to slow down to catch the ball, but then again, Tua might overthrow him. <clears throat> it's just, I, in my opinion, I just think that's something that they just got to get comfortable with each other. Tua will start timing down and stuff. Yeah, Tua will start getting more comfortable with Tyreek Hill's speed, and Tyreek Hill will start to understand. All right, Tua can't—he can't throw the ball this far. This is as far as he can throw it. So this is kind of where I'm gonna start chilling. You know. Oh, uh, by the way, Andre says, "Pride, do you believe in Derek Carr?" One thousand percent. One thousand percent. I believe Derek Carr has been one of the most disrespected quarterbacks for like the past three years. How do you feel about Kirk Cousins? I feel the same way about him. I think, same. He, I think same. he's been wildly disrespected too. I, th- I think people – what happened was the reason why people disrespect Kirk Cousins is because he basically bet on himself when in Washington. And when you bet on yourself like that, you need to produce at a very, very high top-level type of performance. Talking about you need to be an MVP conversation. Yeah, he's not there, but Kirk Cousins is still a very respectable quarterback that you can win with. In my opinion, I th- I think he can. <coughs> Yuki says, "Uh, do you believe in Trey Lance?" I don't know whether or not to believe in him because, I, in my opinion, I haven't seen enough. No, because he didn't play much in college either, so he really he had, much. Just- and- yeah, his low, the, right before he got drafted, that he missed that prior year. He opted out of the COVID year. So I, I, I don't, in my opinion, I don't know whether or not if I can believe in Trey Lance because I don't know what you got with Trey Lance. I don't. It's kind of the same thing with like, uh, there's really no guy you can really compare him to, to be honest. There's really none. Damn, dude, I looked up at the Reds game, thinking uh-huh. it was a day's game. And then I, I've been watching the ending of it, and I just realized they're re-showing yesterday's game because the day's game is on a weather delay. I'm sitting here watching Reds and Cubs and didn't even notice it. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. But look, <laughs> Luki, I, I'm not going to say that he's a scrub because I don't yeah. know. All I know is I don't, I don't know what I have with him. I thought he I was don't. overdrafted. I couldn't believe he went ridiculously like overdrafted. Because Rick, you never got you never no didn't know enough about him. And that's the that's that's my only knock on him. I don't know. And and don't you think it's a bad knock when think about it? The Niners don't want Jimmy G anymore, and they won't trade him. Yeah, you trade it up. Like think about it. We make fun. Excuse me. We make fun of the Packers for drafting up to get Jordan Love and still rocking with Aaron Rodgers. The Niners won up them. They won right, up them. And right after season, they were saying Garoppolo was going to be traded, and then all of a sudden, tra- now, that, now all of a sudden, they don't want to Yeah. Uh, to me, that to me that's over. that's a big red flag saying they don't they don't think the Lance is ready. That 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 scares me a lot. It really does, especially considering that you only have one more. You only got one more, one more year. Because after this year, Jimmy G could walk. He could walk. 
So it's going to be very interesting. Audrey says, don't sleep on that young man in L.A. You see the profile pic. Listen, I am a Herbert fanboy. Oh, yeah. And, I, Chris, you with me here. Hey, me, hey, me and Project <laughs> and Herbert in the, uh, all the time. All the time. <laughs> so we had somebody in our group chat, and I'm, my life goal is to get him here. Because if I can get Lennon on this show, we're having a Justin Herbert segment. I don't fucking care what day it is. I don't care what season it is. I don't give a shit. All right. If I could get him in here, we're having a Justin Herbert segment. He hates Justin Herbert. I don't, yeah, he hates Justin Herbert. Man. And, and in my opinion, Chris, and you know this, it's almost personal now. Yeah. If, if I had to get, I don't think that's nothing to do with, with play. It's personal. Because Justin Herbert's a stud and he says he's overrated. I don't know, man. Oh no, free my guy Herbert, man. I didn't even realize people hated Justin Herbert. I, I, didn't I, I, I thought he was one of the few people in sports who just doesn't get hate. Because how can you hate on the kid? How? You never hear nothing. You never hear nothing from him. <laughs> I think the the worst thing I've ever heard come out of his mouth was him literally critiquing himself. It's like the worst thing I've ever heard come out of this kid. I didn't know you could hate Justin Herbert. I didn't know the numbers he put up his first two seasons are unreal. It's ridiculous. Dude, it's ridiculous. But to talk about Loa, he's got the stamp of approval from Tyreek Hill. That's good enough for me, maybe. I don't know. My relationship with Tyreek Hill is well documented. So I don't know. I'm ready for NFL season to start over. I'm ready for some football. Who the fuck are you telling? Moving on from NFL to the NBA. They dropped their first, second, and third um, all-NBA teams, which really ruffled my feathers slightly, uh, slightly. And it really came down to the um, – we'll talk – let me let me let you know how it goes. So, all-NBA third team, the greatest basketball player to ever grace God's green earth, LeBron James. Okay, I will fight anybody if you disagree. We can physically fight. I don't care. The point got himself, Chris Paul, Pascal Siakam, Carl Anthony Towns, and Trey Young. So that's the All-NBA third team. All-NBA second team, Stephen Curry, DeMar DeRozan, or DeMar DeChosen, as I've been constantly reminded is his name, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, and John Morant. And then All-NBA first team. Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic. These were some of the other players who got votes that didn't make it. Uh, Rudy Gobert had 30... Third team votes and five second team votes. Which what who, the fuck? Who who votes on these? Is it just the writers or is it uh do they have like s- some players, some coaches, or is it just like the media? Um, so the uh they were selected by a global panel of 100 sports writers and broadcasters. Okay, so how, how it goes is, I, just in case for those who don't know how it goes, um, you can either vote for, you vote for them first team, second team, or third team. Um, and then the total number of points um, that represents how much points they get 
um, at any yeah. position, which will kind of determine it if, let's say you got a lot of guys voted first team, right? And it, the, 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 the votes are tied or whatever. There's a point system they have where it's five points for first team votes, three points for second team votes, and one point for third team votes. So that's basically like a tiebreaker, just in case type of thing. Um, so yeah, Bam Adebayo had 16 third-team votes and four second-team votes. Those, those are the other two centers. For forwards, there were four other forwards, which he, I, I, the disrespect is, is, is completely, utterly absurd. Um, Jimmy Butler had 26 third-team votes and two second-team votes. This is what I mean by the disrespect. Jalen Brown only got three third-team votes. Wow. I've never seen another star disrespected like this before in my entire life. Desmond Bain got one third-team vote, and so did Chris Middleton. He got a third-team vote. And then for the guards, Donovan Mitchell had four third-team votes, Mikel Bridges, Drew Holiday, and DeJounte Murray all got also one vote for third-team. And the weird one that really blows my mind, Kyrie Irving somehow got a vote for 13. I don't know who voted for him. They don't tell you. But what a time to be alive. <sighs> we agree with the first team, right? Uh, Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic. Do you agree with, do you agree with that one there? Is there somebody I see your face, man? The problem I have there is Booker. Wow. Okay. I think it should have been either Steph or Jaw. <laughs> I'd have been happy with either one of them, but that, that's the only problem I have with the first team. Why do you hate Devin Booker so? I don't hate Devin Booker. Just hey, Phoenix Phoenix wasn't doing nothing before Chris Paul got there. Chris Paul's got there and Booker's gotten better, but they then look what they've done done this year. I don't know. There's something about Booker that I don't trust. Wow. Other than that, so, I really so, I think the first team is pretty was pretty right. So would you bump down Donovan uh Donovan uh Devin Booker to all NBA second team? Yes, I'd have him at second team. So you okay, okay. So you would have him at second team and then put either Steph or John Morant in first team. Yes. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Um, I only have one problem. That's that Jalen Brown isn't here. Um, whether I, okay, granted, first team, I agree with it. I had no problem <coughs> with Devin Booker being there. No problem with Luka Doncic. No problem with Jason Tatum, Giannis, or Jokic. I have no problem with either one. Second team, I think you can make the argument that you could bump down Demar Derozan a third team to make room for Jalen Brown. Um, outside of that, I'm okay with second team with Steph, KD, Joel Embiid, and John Morant. I'm okay with those four. I've heard a lot um, of people complaining about Durant being ahead of LeBron. I mean, I've heard a lot of people saying that you should flip flop him. I mean, I, I'm a, I get it. I think it was close to so me. I'm, to me, uh, this is just me. And again, I'm speaking like a LeBron fanboy. I think you could have flipped them, but I also like how it is now. 
I don't think this is a travesty. Like no, I don't LeBron think it's a travesty being, either. Like LeBron being third team and KD being second team, I don't think that's a travesty. Now, if you want to flip them, okay, sure, whatever. Put KD third team, Braun second team. I understand it, but I don't think it's a travesty. I don't think it's a robbery or or or, or, or anything like that. Now, if you put uh, if you put Jalen Brown in uh, on the second team over DeRozan, so and then would, I would, you, put, would you move DeRozan down to third team or yes. would you take DeRozan DeRozan off? I'm, I'm putting DeRozan on third team. So Siakam would be a- either Siakam or Trey Young. I don't I don't care which one. Get rid of either one. I don't mind. But in my opinion, there's no way on God's green earth you can have you're gonna ignore the year Jalen Brown also. Yeah, had. no, I agree with you. I, I think he should at least be in third team, but I I agree with you. You could put him in over De, uh, DeRozan. Right. Yeah. And, and if you want to put him third team, all if right. If you're gonna buy a, at a forward position, I'd replace uh Siakam. Right. Or yeah, exactly. Like you know, see, like my thing is, and again, maybe it's just me. But there's no way, like, and for consistency's sake, if Jason Tatum is All NBA first team, and by the way, I'm with it 110. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. And even when I say I think you could swap Booker, it's not like by far. I just thought. I mean, I thought it was close. Right, and again, again, for you, like, and it's not like you said switch him for Mikel Bridges. Like oh. you're saying swap him for Steph Curry or John Morant. Two world-class athletes who are two of the best in their position. So the names you threw out, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. You know what I mean? I look at it the same way as I look at LeBron and Katie. Yeah. Where like, okay, if 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 you had Steph first team or John Morant first team and you had Devin Booker second team, I'm not I'm not calling it a travesty. I'm not saying it's robbery at all. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. But like I said, man, in my opinion, the only messed up thing about this entire thing is the fact that Jalen Brown somehow isn't there. That's my only that's my only problem. Now I'm not saying you gotta put him in first team. But come on. You could even yeah, they couldn't even respectfully look at him for second team or third team. Like respectfully. No, I agree. I, he should have been on there. I mean, look, Shame, bro. Celtics are on the verge of being in the finals. And he's a big, big reason why. <laughs> Hell yeah. By the way, uh, Al Horford, I apologize. Um, I was upset when we traded for you. Um, so he's been balling here. In the he's playoff. been hooping <coughs> ridiculously. Plus I think he's done better than anybody expected. Way better. Way better. And uh I heard that uh Tyler Hero is gonna to try to play is what I heard earlier, but then I heard it's gonna come down to who gives how a he fuck. feels in the game. Gives a fuck oh, I don't people told they want one because Tyler Hero Tyler Hero didn't cost you a 20 point victory. You got, Jesus Christ. The, the Celtics just blew you out in that second half. Get uh, get over it. That's what happened. <laughs> And I think they're. I think it's going to be kind of the same game tonight. I predicted uh, on my sports betting show uh, Boston by uh, ten or more points. Mm. I knew there was something about you that I liked, Chris. You're a very intelligent man. Well, the Heat are injured a little bit. So are the so are the Celtics. I'm not making no excuses there, but and the Heat look like they're wore out. They just look like they've been 
the term of almost mentally defeated to me. They, yep, hundred percent. And uh, I'm with it. I'm with it, man. Like I said, man, I had Celtics and five. Hey, Celtics and six. That's cool too. We got Don't about an hour me. and a half before that even starts. Jesus Christ, man. Reds game is on rain de- rain delay. <laughs> You're just wandering aimlessly right now until something happens. <laughs> um, I'm about ready to turn it over to WWE Network and see what's on there. Shoot. I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch some old ECW or something. Yeah, put something on. Uh, last topic, buy or sell. Chris, I got a few MLB teams that have started hot. I'm going to tell you who they are, list some stats off, and I want you to tell me whether or not you're buying into this team or you're selling whatever stock you have in them away. Are you ready? Yep. The first team, the Boston's Red Sox. Now, before you get mad at me, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna tell you why. Trevor Story is just all of a sudden figured out how to swing a bat again. We're 21 and 23. We have a run differential of plus 21. Eight and two in our last ten. So let me ask you something. With all that, we got a. Uh, where is it? Playing the Orioles tonight. Yes, yes, we are. We got a. Uh, we got a team ERA right now of three eighty three. And Biden honestly, that's not bad compared to. Uh, other team ERAs, team oh ERAs seem like they're high this year. Oh my god, dude! I saw a couple of them, and I saw a lot of them in like the fours and fives. I was like, yeah. "What the hell?" And, well, and you- if you look at team batting averages, they're, they're like way down. Way not down. down, yeah, dude. It's that's been the trend for like the last few, like the last was it four or five years? Yep, it's been wild. But the Boston Celtics, are you buying or selling? I, I'm actually buying the Red Sox. I, I think they're they're going to end up being a pretty good team. As long as they can stay in within striking distance by the All Star break, I think they're going to be uh, end up being pretty good. They have a good offense, and their pitching starting to come around. Let's go. It was rough. Hopefully, not, hopefully tonight they should win. They should have a good chance to win tonight. Really? Oh, definitely. Because Bradish Bradish has a five point seven four ERA, so it's not like he's a world beater on the mound. So they should be able to. No, not not at all. Not at. All. And this is and again, this is not a knock. Like, I'm not trying to be, like, you know, mean or anything. Uh, I know we got Garrett Whitlock, and I, I I love me some Garrett Whitlock, by the way. But Kyle Bradish, the big problem with him has always been his command. And yep. he's – but he's an awkward type of command guy where usually when you got the catcher setting you up, guys with bad command will sometimes, instead of throwing the ball in the strike zone, throw it out. He's a weirdo because he does the opposite. You line him up outside, and if you you try to line him up outside for a fastball, he decides to give you a like ninety three mile per hour softball straight down the middle. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. The weirdest. Like I've never seen a guy miss like that. It's so bizarre, man. So yeah, usually, bizarre. if they miss, they go from one side of the strike zone all the way out of the strike zone. Right. But for him, it's like if you line him up yeah. outside, he throws it straight down the middle. And it's so a, bizarre. You go throw him a b- uh, batting practice <sighs> ball right down the middle. Yeah. It, it's so weird. So, But I'm glad. Next team, 
that, um, believe it or not, I'm been extremely surprised with the Minnesota Twins. Yep. <laughs> this is a team that, in my opinion, I'd had no expectations really for. I just thought they were going to be an okay team. Have a team ERA of 3.31. Um, they're 27 and 18, first in the AL Central. Have a run differential of plus three of plus 31. They are seven and three in their last 10. Chris, you buying or selling on the Minnesota Twins? Uh, no, I'm buying the Twins, and they're, they're 23 and nine over like last 32 games. So, I mean, they've mm-hmm. been. They've been playing good ball. They were a surprise team because I, I didn't think they were going to be very good this year at all, but they got off to a hot start. And, I mean, you're starting to get late enough in the season where you, can, you can't you can say, oh, it's just they got off to a hot start. It's quarter of the season's gone by, and they're still, like used to, they've won, what, seven of their last ten games, so it's not like they've yeah. cooled off a whole lot. Right, and uh, and, and it's, it's crazy, too, because <coughs> excuse me, their, their acquisition, their big offseason acquisition, Carlos Correa, he's betting at a 280. You have, and I, I'm only counting players who have 25 games played or more. There are three other guys who are basically swinging the bat better. Their left fielder, Trevor Larnage, he's at a 288. You got uh, Gilberto Chris, uh, um, Celestino. I, was, I almost said Cristiano. God, I got something about soccer, but <laughs> he, he's there. He's there. He's no, uh, he's their center fielder. He's at a 324. And Luis Alvarez, their second baseman, is at a 347. When you're able to have these guys, never mind the fact that they got Gio Urshela, who was dog shit, and all of a sudden is I don't want to say he's a world beater, but Gio Urshela is definitely picking it up. Another guy they had that they got picked up, Gary Sanchez. You know, I have a respectable catcher. All this stuff, man. I'm I, I'm I'm buying the twins. I've seen them win blowouts. I've seen them win gritty games. I've seen their offense carry their pitching. And I've seen their pitching carry their offense. I was I've say, seen they also them, uh, brought in Sonny Gray from the Reds. Uh which in my opinion starting pitcher. I, I love Sonny Gray. I love Sonny Gray. I've been telling people, listen, he won't be your number one. He being a number two might be a stretch. But if you have a Sonny Gray, three, four, five, you're mint. Also, I was mad when the Reds let him go. Sad. Moving over to the National League. Anytime we start to get a little good, they like, get out of here. (laughs) Get him out of here. But um, the next, the next, uh, the next team, which this one, if you thought the Twins was shocking, this one I should blow my mind even more. The New York Mets. I the Mets, I was the the New York Mets bro. The- and hey, and I'm buying the Mets all the way. So, I, 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 I listen, like them. It's awkward saying this because it's the Mets. Yeah. But God damn, I'm buying. I've been Listen. I've been watching some of their games. I'm like, man, I've been waiting for them to fall apart. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Look, they're 29 and 17. They are first in the NL East. Hats off to them. Have a run differential of plus 45. Granted, six and four in their last 10. But they're three, 13 and eight at home. And away, 
They're 16 and nine. So this is playing good. They're playing good no matter where they play. Yeah, this is a team that's comfortable regardless of where they're playing. They got a team ERA of 3.74, obviously led by Max Scherzer, uh, five and one. Uh, 49.2 innings pitch. I love watching him pitch. Oh, <coughs> oh my God, him pitch. bro. I love it. I love it, man. Um, again, you have – and what, what I really love about this team, they have Pete Alonzo, who can play first. Yeah. But now you can just fold with a universal DH. Dude's just DHing. And I swear to God, I'm I don't know, man. Like, yeah, he's got eleven dingers, but like I swear to God, I've seen him hit some out of the parks. Not home runs, but like oh, yeah. straight up out of the oh, parks. His power is unbelievable. Oh my, like it's insane. He he be hitting home runs like you see in the home run derby during games. <laughs> yes. Effortlessly. Just straight up, just and then just like, oh, I run? Okay. Oh, Joey Votto's gotten a streak. He's hit five home runs in his last five games. He's getting it together. He is getting it together. We'll see how long it lasts, but we'll, definitely we'll see. The last team I wanted to bring up, the Houston Astros. They started like shit. I think it's like the best way we could put it. Now, first in the AL West. Have a run differential of plus 47. And in terms of pitching, one of the best, if not the best ERA in all of baseball. (laughs) With a 2.81 ERA led by Justin Verlander, who has a 1.22 ERA. If If he is not the front runner for the AL Cy Young, we just gotta fucking throw the award away. Are you buying or selling the Houston Astros? I'm buying the Astros for one, Verlander, and for two, uh, the Astros are only on average giving up three runs per game, and that's second in Major League Baseball. So mm-hmm. they got a good pitching staff outside of Verlander as well. Uh, what was killing the Astros <laughs> early in the year wasn't their pitching. It was they couldn't score no runs. They yep. were hitting the ball terrible. They, they finally started hitting the ball better and their they're like 15 and 10 on the road, so they're starting to play good good ball away from home as well. Yep. Uh Framber Valdez, he has a 2.83 ERA. Uh four and two, but that will obviously confuse you a little bit because he was unfortunately there when the red the, I was almost at the Reds, when the Astros couldn't score for shit. He's given up 17 runs. Only giving up two home runs. Only two. 43 strikeouts, which is phenomenal. Has a war of a war of 0.8. And they're playing the Mariners team tonight that struggles to score runs. So right, like he has a whip of one 1.22. I, in my opinion, I I I like it. And Verlander has 49 start like 49 strikeouts and 51 innings. Yes. Yes. And that's it's crazy. Dude, it's insane. It's insane. And at this point, a lot of people thought he was going. Now I say him for Justin Verlander. 
that he wasn't going to be the same. I don't, know, I don't know what's going on, man, but he is playing great. Well, a lot of times, man, you have them surgeries on your arm like that. A lot of people come back throwing the ball harder. It's crazy. Way harder. Way harder. You have you have parents trying to find doctors that will give their high school kids the Tommy John surgery when they don't even need it. Yep. Because, you, because players are coming back better after it. Yeah. They're, they're, it's, it's insane, man. It's just, I, I, I've, I'm, I'm really seeing people do that, and it's insane. It, it, it really, it's to the point nowadays where Tommy John is actually starting to get recommended. Yeah, more back in the day, it was a career ender. Yeah, like back then, if you did your Tommy John, like <coughs> most teams would get rid of you because they didn't think you'd be able to recover, you wouldn't go recover from it. Right. Like it's insane. Like it, like with that Tommy John stuff, it's insane. Like back then. Like you said, your career was considered over and dead, and it's over. Now it's to the point where they're like, yeah, we recommend you get Tommy John before you even get to college. Yeah, you back then you might have maybe made it back to be like a reliever, a middle reliever or something, but your starting days were, were pretty much over. And now Keep you're coming back better. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, the technology. Kick it, Hernandez, man. What a go. This is insane. I, I'm just looking at some people's like it's time to break up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. <laughs> Celtics will not win this series. People are still saying that. The Celtics are winning. No, I'm just I'm just looking at some of the takes that people had before. It's insane. Oh, I thought you meant they were saying that, still saying that now. I'm thinking I saw somebody on Twitter say that earlier. I saw somebody on Twitter say that. And I was going to say something, but like. See, I, the thought, the Detroit, I thought the Detroit Tigers was going to be a lot better this year. And, they, and they've been dog shit. I thought the Detroit Tigers, no bullshit. I thought the Detroit Tigers were going to be in the position that the Twins are in. So that's what I thought, too. I thought the Tigers were going to be tough this year. I don't know what happened. And then, like the Reds are playing better, but then they'll then they'll lose two games in a row to the Cubs. It's like you can't beat those teams. Yeah, bro, they're just as like, bad as you are, dude. It's insane, man. Like, like and they got the second worst, um, the second worst record in the AL. Yeah, you got the second worst, and they're probably going, <sighs> and they're probably well. Yeah, they might lose again tonight. Yeah, they're going to lose again tonight because they're playing uh, Cleveland and uh, Bieber's on the mound. Yeah, so they're, prob they're probably going to lose tonight. And Javier Baez, he struck out. He struck out thirty-eight times so far. Two hundred four batting average. He's he, he's falling off quick. From being like one of the one of the better hitters in the league to dude, he, he, he's falling he off was. quick. He was. It's a shame. Really is a shame, man. I like I liked him, but I hated him. I liked him because he was fun to watch, but I hated him because he played for the Cubs and he always killed the Reds. <laughs> nah. He's falling off quick. Dude, it's a shame. It really is. I listen, I love him. I really do, but unfortunately, he, he he's a bum. You're you're a Red Sox fan, right? Yep. 
What do you think about the Red Sox? Right now? Yeah. Listen, I, I've, I've been saying this. If you ride with your team, you got bragging rights for life. I always – I was like, look, our offense is going to click eventually. My concern was the pitching. That was my number one concern. Like you said, the pitching is starting to is, – it's all getting together. J.D. Martinez having a respectable year, obviously. Kike Hernandez is starting to play like he was playing the last couple of years. <clears throat> I think at one point he had like a one, 141 uh, average, which is insane. Yeah. Trevor Story is picking it up, which I love 110%. I, I, I love it. And I'm, I'm where we're at right now, honestly, we should not be 21 and 23. We should be worse. We should be, uh, honestly, based on everything that happened, because, listen, in terms of, of, of like, the averages that, we, that we've had, J.D. Martinez, 380. Um, Rafael Devers, 335. Uh, Xander Bogarts, 319. Th- those are our three big guys, and two of them are on the verge of leaving. So I'm scared of shit, okay? Alex Verdugo, he's starting to pick it up. He's out of 232. He was a spark plug bat. Where he would get you the hits when you needed them. Yeah. When them clutch hitters. Yes. Kike Hernandez is starting to scratch and claw his way back up. So now he has that. He's at a 200. Every team needs one of them clutch hitters that. Yes. Yes. You need. Don't have to hit home runs. We just need you to hit a base hit when there's a runner in scoring position. And that's it. That's it. That's that's all I ask. That's it. Um, One person I need to have a conversation with soon. He's, he's, He's stopping it. So I'm 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 gonna let him live for now, Jackie Bradley Jr. You're dog shit at hitting, and it's okay, it's okay for you not to be good at hitting. That's why you're towards the back of the lineup. You're a phenomenal defensive outfielder. In my opinion, he is the second best defensive outfielder in all of baseball, right behind Mike Trout. And if you want to say third. And you want to move Mookie Betts in front of him? Whatever. I don't give a shit. Defensively, there's not a lot of guys you can put above Jackie Bradley Jr. No. But Jackie Bradley, you're not a batter. You're not. We put you ninth. We put you eighth. We put you seventh for a reason. Because you're dog shit. Stop. Like, stop is he complaining about defenses. it? No, no. My thing is, when you see him bat, He's he's been overly aggressive, okay. To the point that he he's getting a little too eager, and my problem with that is like, bro, you're not a batter. It sucks to say, but you're not. Why why are you taking these massive cuts like you're fucking JD Martinez, my guy? What yeah. if anything you should you should be like you should be swinging the bat like Jaron Durant. Swing, you swing should just be looking contact. to get contact. <laughs> That's it. Just look to get contact, boop, and that's it. Now he's starting to fall back and and stop. He's he's stopping doing that. So I'm I'm all right. You know I'm. So they've been the offense been hitting the ball good here the last few games. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Boy, Mike, baby, I love you. I love you, Mike. But we have been been picking our goddamn shit up. Fucking Franchi Cordero, he. Last year, this dude made me want to literally rip my hair out follicle by follicle. I, I swear to God, Chris. 
This dude, and I liked Franchi. When we got him, I was like, yo, I'm good. I, I, I like this kid. I wanted to kill myself. Now, in doses, I can handle him. I can handle him in doses. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Um, Bobby Dahlbacks told you, get your goddamn shit together, nigga. There's been a lot of times I've gotten mad and just want to throw my remote right at TV. But just like whipping yeah. that hard. Jeez. Then I'd be pissed after I broke my TV. So. <laughs> <coughs> as soon as you throw it, you're like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. I go steal the TV out of the other bed. I go take the TV out of the other bedroom, bring it in here, and she'd she get home from work and be pissed. <laughs> Yo, that's, I remember. Uh, take her TV. Dude, I, I remember I told my fiance that I was going to break her TV. And she actually believed me. And like, I, I just basically put like a screen, like a like a background on it where it just looked broken. Dude, I've never, yo. <laughs> oh, oh, she's, she fucking slapped me hard. She, I got slapped real fucking hard, bro. I have one TV I got to fix. Damn, back, the backlight went out on it. I got a new backlight in it. Picture, you get a picture, but it's real, real dim. You can't hardly see it. <clears throat> the LED backlight went out. I've looked it up. I think I can do it myself. So I'm going to order the part and try to fix it. You better. You Look, it's only a two-year-old It's only a two-year-old TV. It's like, dude, it shouldn't have already done that. Jeez. Chris, inform the people where they can find you, my guy. Uh, you can find me on the uh, at Gonzo Sports Room on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. I think that's all of them. Or you can also find me on the ASAP Sports Network. Uh, but I'm live every day at 3 p.m. Uh, with the sports betting show on both those networks. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern, I'm live on the Gonzo Sports Room channels, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch uh, with the, my sport, with my uh, sports talk show, uh, Gonzo Sports Room. And just also do a bunch of pro wrestling stuff. And most of that stuff I have released by dates. Just throwing it out there. Gabe Kapler, the white, white manager. The white manager of the San Francisco Giants says he does not plan on coming out for the national anthem and says that will be his plan going forward, quote, until I feel better about the direction of our country. Huh. The reason why I said white, if we do not, if, if society does not blackball this man from being a manager, I, I, I'm gonna have some questions for the people who go support him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's gonna I, be, I'm interesting. Just it's be interesting to see what happens. I'm just, I'm just gonna be a little interested. I'm, at, I'm just asking some questions. Yeah. Shout out to Gabe for because <clears throat> he probably knows he might get some shit from some people, but he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm gonna do. I, I don't like the direction this country's going, so I'm gonna be in the locker room. Who's beating up Gabe Kapler? Who's be before we get off? <laughs> let me show people who this man is. Let me I'm show up. I'm dead ass, man. That's like we showed that, that little fucking weasel. <laughs> that weasel earlier. Little, I couldn't little, believe when I pulled that picture up. <laughs> that little fucking weasel. You can just tell by looking up that he would be the type of person to say what he said. <laughs> yeah, dude, I said it on Wednesday too. I was like, he's gonna be a bit. Is this Gabe? Get the fuck. This is Gabe Kapler. Oh, wrong one. This one. 
What a unit! This is him! If this is not the definition... He's a chat. Look at this guy. That's the manager? This is Gabe Kapler, the manager. This guy is this guy. <laughs> they don't even look like the same person with a shirt on. <laughs> right? He don't look near, you know, but he don't look like he'd be that big. No, he doesn't. Oh, no. Look at those veins. Look at those veins. Okay, yeah. see, see, this picture right here, I now believe that this is the same man. I now believe it. And I also know. with those veins, man, almost makes you think he might be taking some, taking some stuff. There's no, I don't care. There's no fucking way this guy's not juicing. There's no, look at the yeah, veins. Look at those veins. There's no way he's not juicing, bro. My son can slide down his veins, bro. There's no, well, look at him. Yeah, that's the first thing I noticed when you put that picture up. I'm like, hey, that dude's definitely taking something. I don't, I, I don't care. I don't give a shit what anybody says. That dude's fucking juicing, bro. Follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. If there's anything you guys want to talk about, feel free to tag us and we'll talk about it. Catch us on Facebook at Prideful Takes and also on YouTube at Prideful Takes. Visit our website, www.prideflitakes.com. Not only is every episode of the, po- of the podcast up there, but we also have original articles. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at the Prideful Takes Podcast. If you have an iPhone, just say, hey, Siri, play the Prideful Takes Podcast. She'll take care of the rest. And as always, go to www.fatco.com. Use this code PRIDEFULTAKES. Get 15% off all your organic skincare needs. Chris, it was a pleasure. And by the way, Sunday, I will be on Unscripted. We were going. We are going to be doing a watch long of AEW, Double or Nothing. I just need you people to know something. Please be there because I'm already unbuttoned. <laughs> and when John Moxley hits the fucking ring with wild things, this shirt is coming off all the way. Ask Chris. All right. Yeah, hey, you guys want to join us? We had a, we had an awesome time last time. Even the WrestleMania one was cool as well. We, oh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, 100%. It, it'll be a good time. Oh, no, it, it'll be a phenomenal. It's going to be a great time. So we will be there. It sucks I'm going to miss that interview tomorrow with uh, Duran Jr. Yeah, man. I forgot. I, told, I forgot this was a Saturday night. I, I, I told yeah. my girl I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do nothing because she wanted to go out and do something. So I got I to gotta go out with her. Stay. I got to stay out of the doghouse. Yeah, same with my dad. She wants to go out, so I got to. Yeah, let's go. But, but yeah, we'll, we'll be there we'll Sunday. Be We're going to the drive-in, watch the new uh, Top Gun movie. Ooh, Maverick. It should, pre- it should be pretty good, yeah. Neat. Neat. You know Tom Cruise has a license to, to actually fly a plane. Yeah. That's crazy. I wish I was fucking rich, man. I wish <laughs> I was. If I was able to do... Wait, hold on. I just saw Gabe Kapler's wife. I'll be that doing, lady, she is just getting me a plane or a helicopter. I can just fly around everywhere I wanted to go. Hundred percent. So I just saw Gabe Kapler's wife, and she's a very, very lucky woman. She's so lucky to be with a guy like you know what? Gabe Kapler is now my like. He's my undercover Tom Brady. He's my <laughs> undercover Tom Brady. That's all. But ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. On behalf of Chris, it is your boy Pride. We'll be back here Monday to talk more sports. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Oh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's out. Due to Shohei Otani. 
several of those inside low kicks. Oh! 